Good evening, everybody. Hello. It's great to have you all back in the house. We're up here in Rhode Island right now doing a show. We've got our mastermind this week. Joelle is here for just today's show and Friday's show, and then she's back off to Florida, and then Angelo, Angelo steps back in. So don't worry for all the Angelo fans. He will be back in. Um, this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a Q&A show. What you'll do is you'll type your questions in, and then Joelle reads them, and I answer them. Um, there's also something called um, Top Chat on YouTube. If you want your question to go to the top of the queue, you just, you just um, there's a little dollar sign on your YouTube um, channel. You can just do that, but you do not have to pay to play. We answer as many questions as we can, just as long as um, Joel does not go on any of her rants at all. Um, this show is pretty much most people will ask, and you'll be able to you'll be able to tell from the from the questions that most people ask us like how to stop unwanted behaviors. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the training center, which we've, we're right down the street from right now in, in, in Rhode Island. Um, it's, you know, we fully train off these trained dogs, but we also do a lot of rehab. So we do a lot of rehab and behavior modification. And a lot of that consists of, again, um, stopping the wanted behaviors. So just to make things really, really simple for everybody, because this is how dog training actually works. When you want to teach, increase, reinforce a behavior, you use a reward-based system. That's just the way it is. I think everybody can agree on that. Um, when folks um, who unfortunately are not doing this though, but when you want to stop an unwanted behavior, you need to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Now, punishment does not mean abuse at all. It's been hijacked. Most of dog training has been hijacked by this emotionally um, uh, clad uh, uh, narrative to scare the fuck out of you so you actually don't do it. Unfortunately though, that's what your dog needs. Um, so we talk about that a lot. Joelle is also going to be putting up some wonderful posts, some wonderful, sorry, some wonderful links, um, some to our online academy. And the online academy is fantastic. If you want an off-leash trained dog, jump on the green to graduate. If you want to raise a puppy, we've got a puppy raising class. If you want to do a, um, a, a, a leech reactive dog, um, we've got a great leech reactive course. Also, we are starting our affiliate program. And the affiliate program is... Um, anyone, you, don't, you do not have to have a humongous social media audience. I mean, a lot of you are already recommending our courses to your friends. Well, to become an affiliate now, you will go to, Joel will put up the link to the affiliate program, um, but you will make 40% um, of your sales. 40, which is very, very generous in sure the, the um, uh, affiliate world. And you, you sign up. It explains everything fully to you. We will be having monthly Zoom um, powwows where from the technical side with Tony, Joelle, and uh, myself from the educational marketing side. And we're going to make sure everything you do will make you successful. The bottom line is this. Um, it's a win-win for everybody. You make some extra um you make some extra money, but you also you'll be helping so many people, so many people. All right. So, Joel, let's post the link to the affiliate. Awesome, okay. awesome. Let's jump right into the questions. What, what do we got? Pam, if a dog is submissive like Tucker, do you still correct slash use bonker and not worry about tail tuck fearful behavior? Tucker, as in uh, Tucker in the green grid. Tucker's not submissive. Mm -mm. He's a very confident dog. Um, but, um, you know, whenever a dog's learning something new, sometimes they might appear to be nervous, fearful, anxious, submissive, but he's actually a really confident dog, yeah. you know? Um, but the, the, this is the, this is the response. Do you want to stop an unwanted behavior? That's all that matters. Do you want to stop an unwanted behavior? You need to apply a punisher. That's just the way it is. Like these are facts. These are not opinions. These are facts. And unfortunately, the people that are doing this kind of work, ourselves, many people um, out there that are actually real dog trainers. When I said real dog trainers, I'm talking about dog trainers that actually can get dogs to um, be under voice, voice, voice control in the real world, rehabbing aggression. Like when you want to stop a behavior, you apply a correction. Does it have to be a bonker? No, but it has to be a correction. Next. Sandy said, good to see you, Joelle. Thanks, Sandy. Excellent to see you. Yeah. Pam, 
In your puppy videos, dog is very quiet in the crate to begin with. How do you handle whiny dog when have no relationship, like a new puppy starting crate training? Well, that we had that dog for just seven days. Yeah, he was definitely whiny. We only had that dog for seven days. It's not our dog either. He didn't start out quiet. You don't need to, that's another thing. You do not need a relationship with a dog to stop an unwanted behavior through the application of a punisher. I'm saying it nice and slow so all the assholes in the back can hear me. That's not the people on this show. Everybody thinks that you need to have a relationship with a dog before you apply a punisher. So how many nights do I put up with barking and crying after I get a dog? How many nights do I put up with jumping? How many nights do I put up with counter surfing? How many nights and days do I put up with trying to bite me? At what point do I apply my punisher to stop that? Do I have to fully train you first? Do I have to build this relationship first? No, that's a lie. People are being lied to. They're being lied to. And then dogs are being surrendered. Dogs are, dogs are dying. Owners are living a miserable existence with their dogs. And it all could be stopped. Most unwanted behaviors, I'm not talking about aggression, but most unwanted behaviors can be stopped in seconds. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've got the videos to prove it. Seconds. Next. Douglas said, bonk the crate for crate nonsense. Yep. Absolutely. R said, hi guys. Welcome back to well. Thank you. Yes. It's great to have her back. I posted the link to our Patreon channel, which right. is patreon.com slash solid canine training. Mm -hmm. Debbie, Joelle, you look so pretty. Welcome back. No question. Just love you both. Yep. Thank she's a stunning, stunning human being. Ride wheelies. How often does an eight-week-old puppy need to go out for potty? And how many total hours should the same puppy be in the crate? Well, believe it or not, an eight-week-old puppy will probably sleep for 20 hours a day. Now, I'm not saying your dog should be exactly. in the crate 20 hours consecutively, like the, the, the people out there like make it sound like I said that, but these are just factual things. Did you hear that? Is that Angel? I don't know. He's in the background making noise. So that's just, that's just the way it is. So potty, I would put the dog on a two to three hour schedule. I would set up an Excel spreadsheet. I would monitor the dog's food in the water. I would use the dog's daily food for training. Like, don't let it eat out of a bowl right now. Literally use, if the dog eats, say, one and a half cups a day, put one and a half cups in a treat pouch. By the way, we food train dogs. So one and a half cups of food in your treat pouch, train your dog in all the basic obedience. Your potty time is you should have very, very structured potty time. Next. Kim, doing a three-week board and train for one-year-old mini doodle. Dog-friendly but leash reactive lunges goes crazy is it fair to start working on that with e-collar on day one without teaching her other skills first like i just said um yes it is but i would use the bonker instead i would bonk the loading the loading that's how we do it we also have a leash reactivity if you're a dog trainer you might want to think about a mentorship program with me at a minimum do a one-on-one -on -one. at a minimum join our patreon channel patreon channel you get we do four live face-to-face video and voice um, uh, Q&As with a great group of supportive people. And it's for you know $10 a month. And you also get 20% off your consults and all your courses. Like Patreon is the best thing in the world for, for, for my audience. So yes, you, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I get all emotional when I talk about Patreon. It's a great deal. So yes, you can stop it. Next. Debbie, we'd love some help and tips with alert barking. My dog, almost two, barks at every single thing walking by our house. Guest dog, six, barks and howls along. Is an e-collar effective for this? Yes, an e-collar is effective for stopping unwanted behaviors and training unwanted behaviors. I'm sorry, training wanted behaviors. So an e-collar is great. E-collar is a wonderful communication tool that you can have a conversation with your dog up to a mile away. I can whisper or I can shout. But for barking, there's no skill set. You say no, and you make it suck to bark. It doesn't mess up the dog. It doesn't ruin the relationship. People need to start thinking a little bit more clearly, not you in particular, but just think about this more clearly. If I owned a dog that barked in the window with every little sound, I call that a crappy relationship. 
I will learn to dislike my dog. Having a dog quiet in the house, listening to me, being able to take my dog places, that's a dog that I want to have a relationship with. Next. Kim, also welcome back, Joelle. Sending hugs to you. Thank you. Lots of hugs. Yes, thank you. Good edification. Hey, guys, any tips for one of my dogs who does her commands but whines while doing so? Yeah, that's she's just saying fuck you. So you could actually correct that. You can actually work the dog. I would work the dog a combination of do more duration work, but then also do speed drills with your dog. So a little bit of each. Next. Liz, welcome back, Joelle. Thank you. Uh, thank you for all the people that have been giving Joelle yeah, thank you lots and lots of support. It means a ton to her, mm -hmm. um, but it also means a ton to me. Next. Megan, I'm having issues with my nine-month-old cowboy Corgi snapping at my kids from time to time. That's a problem. I can't figure out why he's doing this as it's when good things are coming towards him. An example, cheese. Okay, so this is this is the problem out there. You don't need to know what, <coughs> why Corgi's fucking snapping at kids gets me all emotional. Why are you choking so much? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm drinking water to try to stop. Um, this is the thing. When good things are coming at the dog, that's your perception. First of all, there's something called pressure. It's called spatial pressure. So we assume that the child holding the cheese, reaching for the dog is a good thing. We're assuming that, correct? Now, how about if the, to the dog, it doesn't like that? Think about it. So what do dogs do that don't like things? They use their mouth. Next. AR, tips on feeling more confident in an area where dogs are running off leash. I walk through a park where some owners let their dogs off leash, not well behaved either. Well, if, you, if people should really watch our video from today oh, yeah. on Instagram where one of our trainers um, has got mad skill set, is kind of confident as fuck. I can't tell you to be more confident, but be more confident. How do you get more confident? Success. How do you have success? Have a skill set. Know what to do. Now, if this is an off-leash park and they make you nervous, you probably shouldn't be walking through it until you get over it. How do you get over it, though? You got to walk through it. Maybe you shouldn't have a dog with you. Um, but if it's a leashed park and dogs are running up to you, you need to know how to neutralize threats. So what do you do? Body language, voice, um, use your foot to keep dogs away from you. There's a lot of things you can do. A lot of things you can do. Next. Megan, we've done the bonker when he was younger for mouthing and it worked. Yeah, it always works. Yeah. Like some, like I'm glad, I'm glad it worked for you. I'm glad it worked for you. And this is not addressed to you, but a lot of people like shy away from the bonker. And a ball of bonker is, is a wrapped up cotton towel. I have a video on it. How to make a bonker, how to deploy a bonker. It's probably one of the best bad behavior stoppers that exists. That's why we use them. And there's so many people out there that are like, it'll make the dog hand shy. Really? How many dogs have you bonked? None. Then how do you know? Well, I heard it. Who'd you hear it from? How many dogs have they bonked? They, dog, they bonked one dog and their dog became hand shy. You know how many hand shy dogs we meet that have never been bonked before? I meet a ton of them. Next. Uh, Jenny, how to train a four-month-old puppy who is scared of everything. Should I use prong collar on a four-month-old skittish puppy? You should use dog training uh, on, on a four-month-old puppy. You should do a one-on-one -on -one consult with me because there's a lot of moving parts. It's not about the prong collar. The thing about the prong collar, though, is it will help you with leverage on the flight response. But you're going to be doing a ton of obedience. So if you've got a green to graduate, this is one thing that people have to realize. That if you if you train your dog to a what I consider a normal level, some people think it's a higher level, but it's like the basic level of public access training, um, your dog will actually increase its confidence. Also, there's a lot of parts of the day that I don't know what you're doing. There could be things that you are doing that are making it worse without you knowing it's making it worse. That's why I love my one-on-ones. But the Green to Graduate program, if you do that from start to finish and dive deep into our content, do a consult with me, all of that together is under $300 just about. Um, join our Patreon channel. It's way under that. You will actually have a confident puppy because the last thing you want now is a five-month, six-month, seven-month, nine-month nervous skittish dog. Next. AR, do you wait? 
Do you wait for dog to exhibit leash reactivity signs before correcting or pre-correct because you expect a reaction? You can do At what point do you Sorry. stop pre-correcting? Well, there's something called loading. You correct at the loading stage. You say no and then you correct. So that's really, really important. You keep the alcoholic out of the bar, correct? You delete the drug dealer's phone number out of the, the person's phone, correct? There's no reason why you need to go out, out of the house at three o'clock in the morning. You're not picking up milk, you're picking up heroin. No, you can't leave the house. So I think what you do is, is we've got to understand that you shouldn't have to be pre-correcting for that long because you're eliminating the behavior. But how long do you do it for? So the behavior is gone. Next. Megan, also, he doesn't like other dogs and is snappy, but he's not reactive when walking on a leash. So I don't understand that either. So he doesn't like the pressure of dogs coming up to, um, to him or her. I forgot if it was a boy or a girl. And this is the thing. There's ways to eliminate that. You're not going to find out on this podcast, but there's ways to eliminate that. We have ways to eliminate every single unwanted behavior there is. And we've got ways to train all behaviors as far as when it comes to pet dogs. But you have to understand pressure. And it doesn't make a difference if it's a happy-go-lucky dog approaching it. Your dog doesn't like that type of pressure. So lack of socialization, get your dog around more dogs. The, do, the dogs do not come up to it. Also start slowly introducing the dogs to other dogs, but th that's like for two to three seconds, pull the dog away. Okay, let's move on. There's like so many different, so many different things you can do. Next. Kim said, joining Patreon now. Awesome, all caps, damn right you are. Uh, Ride Wheelie said, thanks. You're welcome. Oh, there's one more thing. On the Patreon, they offer this yearly membership. It's $100.80. $100.80. And so now we're down to $8 a month. Make sure you look at that option as well. Next. Ride Wheelies. Already read that. Skylar, as a dog trainer, how do you find motivation to train your personal dogs when you spend all day training other people's dogs? Um, I don't. I don't train my dogs. Um, I think. Anymore. I think. What I've done is when I first, like I'll be looking for another dog um, relatively soon because um, girl recently died. So I'm down to one dog. And I like, I like personally, I like three dogs, but I'll probably just, you know, keep it at two for a while. Um, I'm going to spend probably six weeks to two months going hardcore with my dogs, my new dog. And then I'm going to just live my life with my dog. That's it. Like right now, Wesley is up here, which is Joel's dog. Um, I just wanted it like this because I just wanted it, you know, I don't know. If is he's, he over there? Yeah, he's over here. That's why he, I thought he was on his dog bed. He's in a downstay right now. Now, like, am I against him, like, walking around? Not necessarily, but it's like, what else would he be doing? So it turns into a lifestyle. So Joel and I are here, and Joel's dog is, like, three feet in front of us lying down. And then Angelo can come in the room. You know, um, he would still stay in it down, you know, say I've got to get up to get a glass of water. He probably would still stay in it. He will stay in it down. Joel, he might be like, hey, what are you up to, Joel? But Joel would probably tell him to like cut the shit. Like, you don't need to follow me. Um, so what it does is it turns into a lifestyle. Like every, if you live your life with your dog, like take him everywhere or to a lot of places, do things with your dog. If you, if you walk in the woods, we're up on 180, 180 acres right here up in New England. And it's like you're walking in the woods, you're out for 30 minutes, recall your dog 10 times to you. Like don't want your dog forged through doors. Tell your dog to shut up if it's whining, you know? So there's, you just turn it into a lifestyle, but, I'll be, but it'll take me, you know, less than two months to, to, to teach the basics, but I'll probably go hardcore for two months. But if you're always having to be training your dog instead of living with your dog, then you maybe didn't train your dog. Next. Linda, good deal. 20% off the courses too. Yeah. I mean, that's the best deal ever. You can literally, tonight you can save 60 bucks if you bought a course. Next. Linda, we love you, Joelle. Thank you, Linda. Love yes, you too. Yes, we do. Rosemary, so very sorry for the loss of your beautiful mother. <clears throat> Nesta said, hugs to you, Joelle. So glad to see you back and smiling. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Today, I think today is the first day I haven't cried. <laughs> is the first day that I've actually seen you on the border of happiness. Yeah. 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 But it's a struggle when you lose a parent. Next. Um, AR say yes, leashed park. Okay. So then that you, you'd boot the dog. 
But that's all, that's all, it's a skill set. That's like saying to you, be happy, stop being depressed. You know what I mean? It's like, you, how do you get success by, how do you feel more confident by having success? How do you have success? Maybe you should bring somebody with you that's actually really good at what they do. Next. Kyle, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Okay, how are you, Kyle? Kim, nice to see you, Joelle. Thanks, Kim. Robert, as always, great info. Thanks for all the info from Casper, Wyoming. Oh, hey, Casper, Wyoming. It's probably beautiful. You guys got snow up there yet? Probably. Next. Jenny, perfect. Will, thank will do. Thank you. I was using prong today to keep him from running away from things. Yeah, absolutely. So don't let him flee. Next. Robin said, welcome back, Joelle. Hope you're okay. That's my mom's name, Robin. Mm, yeah. Megan, how do I punish the cowboy corgi effectively for the biting? Putting him in his crate to give him space isn't stopping the behavior. Okay. Assuming we respect his space and he keeps doing it. Okay. So putting a dog in a crate is not a punisher. And it sure as heck won't stop biting. Number one, it's a two-way street. Is this the one that's biting is the kids? Mm -hmm. So Sorry. so you need to have you need to do parenting and then you also need to do dog training. So what do you do? you would correct the loading process. The dog, first of all, tell the kids to stop approaching the dog. Number one, just tell them to stop. Like, let's start right there. Now, is that the end? Is that the final answer? No, but at least let's stop there. Don't have the kids approach the dog with any food product whatsoever. Or maybe for all I know, the dogs can't even, the kids can't even approach the dog right now. I don't know. I would encourage you to do a one-on-one. -on -one. And again, guys, I'm not trying to sell one-on-ones, but your dog is biting your kids. We're talking about the death of this dog. Literally, this dog could be killed. Your, your kids could be injured. You might have to surrender your dog. And good luck finding a home for a biting corgi. So what I'm encouraging people to do is, for starters, let's do some triage. Stop letting the kids approach the dog. And I know it's like, well, that's not why I got a dog. But we also didn't get a dog to bite our kids. So we got to pick one right now. I'm going to pick the, so let's stop the kids. Also, at the loading stage, so we do this with Angelo all the time. We did it today. Angelo was bait. He's like, Angelo, come here. He's like, what do you do? Need me as bait? I'm like, yep, we need you as bait. So we used That it. makes it sound so bad. Yep. It's not like actual bait. No, because he's not going to get bit. He, he's, he's, well, he calls it bait, but we all know what it means. So we have a dog that's dog, it's kid reactive. And so I hold onto the leash. Angelo approaches. I looked down at the dog. If the dog is loading, I would say no and bonk it. I would know it. I would say no and use a remote collar on it. You know, I would make it uncomfortable to think about biting my kids. And for all, and then you're going to hear so much stuff, so much stuff online that that is wrong to do. It'll make the dog worse. In 20 years, 10,000 dogs specialize in biting. I've never seen this. So I'm in the trenches, not an ego statement here, but I'm in the trenches doing the fucking work. It's seeing all this stuff happen. And I'm not seeing things get worse. I'm only seeing things get better. I'm not creating problems. I'm solving problems. I'm just saying this loud and clear because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Everybody's quoting studies. I'm quoting experience. Next. Sam, when I put leashes on my GS, I do it in a very matter-of-fact way, but they turn their heads to lick me, et cetera, and make it very difficult to put it on, especially prong collars. What would Jeff do? Bonk the dog. No bonk. Again, the bonker is one of those wonderful tools. It's a wrapped-up cotton towel. Everybody can make one tonight, and it's a great tool. Next. Stephanie, Green, a graduate program newbie here. Are prong collars okay to use in a very cold mountain climate? Curious if the metal around the neck will end up too cold this no. winter during long walks, etc. No, no, it'll be fine. First of all, the metal's going to warm up because the dog is warm. Next. Betsy, working the green to graduate with my dogs. I'm wondering if it matters if I work the program slowly or do I need to go hardcore to be most effective? Well, obviously, if you went to the gym once a week for a year, you're going to make certain progress. If you went three times a week, for three months to six months, you're going to make probably the same amount of or even more progress. So this is what I tell you to do. How much time do you have? And it's more of the consistency factor. If you do an hour a day every day. Or even half an hour a day, right? But if you're just like, oh, I'm going to like try to get it all done and then like not 
be consistent, it's not right. going to matter anyway. Or, or just treat training like I'm going to do it an hour a day, but the other 23 hours, I'm not going to do like anything, anything with my dog or non-training with my dog. It's all about consistency. It's all like, remember, dogs are products of their environment. Next. But you could get through the leash training part very quickly. Yeah, and then you could always wait to do e-collar if you don't have time or whatever. But yeah. I mean, you can, you can. If you, you dedicated an hour a day, you could probably get through the course in four weeks. Yep. That's, that's half an hour in the morning, half an hour at night. Yeah. Next. Um, Kathy said hugs, Joelle. Thank you, Kathy. Sarah, welcome back, Joelle. Should I be e-collar correcting high for preloading? I think I might be underwhelming my dog four weeks later, working through your leash reactive course, and she still proceed still preloads every time. So you answered your own question. Mm -hmm. You are applying a punisher to an instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Your dog is not perceiving what you're doing as a punisher. Next. Skylar, I get what you're saying about making it a lifestyle. Yeah. I have four dogs to do baby management with, but I feel like I can't find the motivation to do it after working all day. Yeah, we're coming up with a baby proofing course as well. We already did the filming for most of it. Um, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, hopefully you have some help at home. They can also help out. Um, just again, it's like work on the dog's energy. You know, we don't have to create off-leash trained dogs. Just like, you know, we need to be able to all live in the same I house. Think she is a trainer though. Skylar is a trainer. So chances are your dogs are already like well-behaved. Right. So she just has to do these last. Few so things. it's like, yeah, just like you just have to, as exhausted as you are, you know, get us try to get a second breath. But again, it's like you're human. I get it. Um, and also, are you you're pregnant? I'm assuming that's like you're probably really tired. Right. So we want to make sure we baby proof these dogs. And if you need help with that, again, I do consults next. Um, Doctor Robert mm -hmm. just found you about a week ago, and I've already been helped immensely wow thanks for what you do from martinsburg west by god virginia wow thank you so um so that what's the person's first name dr, dr. Robert. robert so dr robert obviously you found me a week ago you found me with free content so or you listen to one of my shows but i've never seen you on any of my shows before mm -hmm. so think about that through free content we're changing lives so for all my fellow dog trainers out there that think there's already enough content out there there is not you should be making content too to help more people. And welcome on, welcome on board, Dr. Robert. Next. Cosmetic medicine. Nice. Nice. Kate. Hello, we have a seven-month-old puppy in a foster home that has started fence fighting with the neighbor's dog. Which form of correction do you recommend applying to stop this behavior? Remote collar, shock collar on high level. And you sit inside your house and you just watch the dog. And as soon as it starts fence fighting, you can use the tone feature as your no marker. And then you use shock for, mm, I mean, I max cowers out. So 10 seconds. I want, I want fence fighting to really suck. And all the stuff you hear about that the dog will then hit the dog on the other side of the fence. How do we know the dog already doesn't? Yeah, he's trying to fight him. He's trying to fight him, right? I mean, it's like. It's also, a, it's also, or it could be the opposite. It's actually fun for dogs to do. It's like a, it's like a game. So make that game suck because it doesn't fit our lifestyle. Next. Megan said, thank you for your advice. You're welcome. B-A-L, thank you both. Took my dogs to my boyfriend's new home on 60 acres. It was like my puppy ignored, forgot everything he had been taught. He's a greyhound and even killed a chicken. Horrible suggestions. Yeah. Always remember that interior obedience, on-leash obedience Inside a classroom obedience is different than exterior on 60 acres. There's massive amounts of distractions. So what you should have done, unfortunately, it's too late. Sorry, chicken, for being killed. At least you'll have some good um, soup tomorrow. And I think what you can do is, well, what you should do is put the dog back on a leash. Now you have to teach the dog actually how to behave on 60 acres unless your dog is extremely well trained and you're, you're you can you can pass on your dog's training no matter where you are so just from personal experience it's like when we tell our dogs down down is down it doesn't make a difference where we are when we tell our dogs recall it doesn't make a difference where we are when we tell our dogs no it doesn't make a difference where we are but most people are not at that level which is fine you're going to get to that level so what i would rec start recognizing is 
our dogs, some, most dogs are only trained in certain environments. That's why we tell people start in one environment, okay? Start in one environment and then start expanding to more environmentals, meaning things like everything from location to different distractions coming in. Next. Hi, Willie. Hi, guys. One and a half year old GSD, great obedience and off leash train. Walking at a park event with 25 plus people spread out mm. and keeps breaking the heel, sometimes nervous, scared. Mm. Fear period, forced stay in the heel. Um, how old is the dog? One and a half years. Mm, yeah. It could be just the dog is actually getting more towards an adult and it's pushing it. We've got a walk the walk course. Um, and if, if we're $37, that will get you a really good heel. Um, there's the higher levels of distraction. So probably what you're doing is the techniques you're using without that environment need to be upped a little bit. You need to be a little bit more strict. Also start the walk. You can actually start the walk with a little bit of firmness to set the tone. Next. Sam, Jeff, thanks for the help. I have to tell you, I've watched hundreds, if not thousands of hours of tra dog training videos and you're by far my favorite because you get the straight scoop and it works. Well, thank you so much for the compliments and um, make sure you take a break in between those thousands of hours to like go to the bathroom, to eat, you know, to, you know, to, to sleep. Um, one thing I get is um, ironically, what you just said is what makes a lot of people not like me, but I don't sugarcoat stuff. I just, I just tell the truth because because there's so much sugarcoating and lying out there that that unfortunately the ones that pay the price are the dogs and the families. Next, I Willie trying to finish training the dog, quote unquote, but not sure I'll ever get there. Well, what is what is by Willie? Stop! Stop! It's forever! Stop! There stop! Is no stop beating yourself up. What the fuck does finish training the dog mean? Come on, don't be so hard on yourself. Next. Megan, what do you think of cognitive behavioral therapy? Oh, it's, it's funny because CBT, uh, um, believe it or not, I've actually talked to, to, to human CBT practitioners and a lot of our rehab process is, is extremely, extremely similar to it. That is how we get dogs out of fear. That is how we get dogs. Um, we push dogs past their, their threshold, which a lot, like a lot of CBT does. Um, I'm a huge fan of CBT. And if you don't know what CBT is, just look up, just buy the book CBT for Dummies. Next. Betsy, thanks. I'm doing a dedicated session in for 30 minutes, but throughout the day, we are working the dogs. They can hold a place command and down for about one and a half hours now. Awesome. I'm just moving slowly from module to module. That's fine. That's fine. You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep it up. It's all going to pay off. There's that consistency, like you just mentioned. Next. Pauline said, what's the Patreon link? It's patreon.com slash solid canine training. I'm going to post it here in the comments again. Yeah, thank you, Joel. Training with Brish. Hey, guys. Welcome back, Joel. Condolences. What corrections would you use on a dog who whines and barks in the crate away from you? A remote collar. Remote collar. And this is the thing. It's like, how do you have a conversation? How do you communicate with a dog when you're on the second floor of your house? The dog's on the first floor of the house. How do you do that? How do I communicate with um, Angelo, who's, I don't know, three rooms over? I wouldn't use a remote collar, but I could use a walkie-talkie. I could use a bell. You know what it reminds me of? Um, what's that What's that show, Bridgerton, where they, um, they, they, have the, they, they call the maid, they push a little buzzer, and it goes all the way down to the maid's quarters, and it rings, and the, and the maid goes, oh, that's so-and-so's buzzer in the master bedroom. And they ra ra race up there. Anyway. I think that was Bridgerton. No? What's that? What's that? It was, it was literally in the intro of the... Um, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Thank you. Downton Abbey. Downton down, down Abbey. Like thank Bridgerton. you. Yeah, Downton Abbey. I love that show. Um, anyway, um, how do you have a conversation remotely with your dog? Remote collar. It's fantastic. Next. Sam, thanks to you, have helped family members that were miserable with their dogs, including a problem with three dogs fighting in the same house. I'm thinking about training dogs on the side. Thanks. Or making a full-time career out of it. Next. And you help family members with dogs? Good for you. Yeah, that's good for you. It's one thing I don't do. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> I stay away from family members. Next. Melanie, four-month cane. I'm assuming kind of corso. Right, right. Showing protective, not aggressive behavior. Yep. Trying to understand how to correct and not destroy her confidence. Well, you're not going to probably. Okay, so this is the this is the big thing that people say that correcting dogs destroys their confidence. That's a lie. Where like 
who decides this stuff? I want to know. The gatekeepers. Who's the lawmaker? The, the gatekeepers of dog training. Okay. So I'm glad your dog is only showing protectiveness and not aggression. You can stop it. Now, oh, well, but corsos are protected by nature. I understand that. I own a Malinois. I've owned, I've had, I had up until a year ago, I had three German shepherds. Okay. Unfortunately, they all passed in the last year old age, health. Um, but like all of those dogs are protective, wary of strangers. You're not allowed to do that. No one's trying to hurt you. No one's trying to hurt me. So you can, if the dog starts acting guardy and you don't need it to be guardy, you have to just teach the dog not to be guardy. How do you do that? You apply a punisher and you're not going to destroy the dog's confidence, but there's an art to actually applying a punisher to a dog. There's an art to actually applying a reward to a dog. I've seen so many people reward dogs improperly. Next. Uh, Alicia, I started working on the Green Graduate course. I'm working with an aggressive deaf dog. He's leash reactive. Is it okay to correct him with an e-collar before I finish Green Graduate? So you, this is what we just talked about this at the beginning of the show. And I'll talk about it right now again. Let's say it takes you six months to get to the Green Graduate course. Do you want to deal with that unwanted behavior for six months or do you want to stop it tonight, tomorrow, this week? Your dog doesn't know, don't, does not know, have to, your dog does not have to know a good recall, downstay, place, heal to stop an unwanted behavior. And if anybody that tells you that is full of shit and they're a liar. Next. Skylar, yes, I'm pregnant due in February. Yeah. My dogs are awfully trained. Even my eight-month-old puppy is just getting these last few things. I don't have help at home to do it. I just feel stuck. <sighs> I would come help you. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. Just do one thing, one new thing a week. If the you thing is, a lot of the baby proofing is just like one little correction. You yeah. Know? There's yeah. nothing like... You don't really have to do a ton of reps for it. Yeah. I'm making blankets hot. When is she giving birth? February, so she's close. Well, we're going to have the sales page. We'll have our course done by February. I think she knows what to do. It's right. just doing, doing it. it. Right, 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 right. Well, you, I, I do a lot of motivational um, consults as well. If you want to do a consult with me, I'll, 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 I'll get you some motivation behind that. The bottom line is, you know. Where are you located? Maybe we have some connections near you. Yeah, next um, for, a na for a nanny or for a dog assistant dog no, trainer someone, someone come in and help yeah. her train a dog yeah. hi Willie ha uh, ha ha trying to get my dog well established so I can help others more I can't thank you enough love you both yeah, yeah. Like, like, don't be okay this is this is one of the things that like that lead to imposter syndrome with people is let's say you've got an aggressive dog at home that you're really struggling rehabbing. And let's say you want to become a dog trainer or you are a dog trainer. You go through imposter syndrome. Like who am I to be a dog trainer when I can't even straighten out my own dogs? Mm -hmm. Do you know how many dogs that are out there that are not aggressive, but are destroying families' lives? So who cares if your dog is straightened out or not? Mm -hmm. You're not going to work with aggressive dogs possibly, but also Joelle, there was a point when I first met her, her dog, Wes, was aggressive. Meanwhile, she's going toe-to-toe -to -toe rehabbing aggressive dogs of other people. It's harder to train your own dog. But she struggled with her own dog. So who did she hire? Well, she didn't hire me, but who who, who helped her? I, I did. I, mean, I went to your seminar, yes. but he didn't do anything. Right. So so we so we tag teamed and we now he's like around I don't know. That was really dogs. good with dogs lately. Yeah, he is. Next. Even Olivia's dog in the office like rushed up to him. Oh, really? He just like sniffed him. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Um, Robert, a question about the e-collar. Kind of an analogy. If a wolf pup goes up to a porcupine, the mother will grab it by the neck and mop the forest floor with the pup. Does not hurt the pup, but the pup never goes up to a porcupine again. I've seen this, believe it or not. Do you think e-collar does something similar? No. For example, creates a long-lasting effect. Yeah. A human cannot do what the wolf does, of course. So long-lasting effect, yes. I, I try to stay away from those. Who said that, Robert? Robert, I, I try to stay away from those type of analogies. But yes, you're right. But I like to more... I like to not humanize it. I like to be careful about, yes, the animal kingdom is a wonderful learning um, source. Absolutely. I like to just be like this. 
you are a dog. You are living in the human world. I need you to behave a certain way. I need you to do these things and not do these things. I need you to have good manners. Okay. I need you to be able to live in my world. And if I'm going to decide to be a dog owner, it has to work that way. Therefore, I've got to train what I want and apply a punisher for what I don't want. And the remote collar is a fantastic tool for that. So there's so much truth in what you just said, but I just, and if that's how you want to keep, you know, comparing it, please do, because it is effective. But I just like to be more like, I just don't want you doing this shit. So I'm going to tell you no. Next. Uh, Robert also said, follow-up question. Should the dog know that the person is using the e-collar? Mm, yeah. I mean, there are some things where you want items to be hot. Like, for instance, counter surfing. For counter surfing. Or a porcupine. Or a porcupine. Yeah. For, but they, usually they, well, so I shouldn't say that. Some dogs will get porcupine face numerous times. Some dogs get skunked numerous times. But that's why they um, do like rattlesnake aversion. Right. Like, which is pretty ugly. That's pretty long lasting. Yes. It's really long lasting because your dog could die. Um, but there's some things like getting up counter surfing. I actually want the counter to be hot. Getting in the trash, the trash can is hot. So um, I don't necessarily want the dog to know that it was me. But usually your average punisher, I actually absolutely want the dog to know it's me. Next. Kim, dog heals a nose in front of my knee and I'm working on getting him to be behind it. Even when I say no, heal and turn into him as I correct with a shock, he will still edge back up. So it's so it could be technique, it could be timing, it could be the level of the collar, it could be the fit. In our um, walk the walk program, which is only thirty seven dollars, it's part of the Green to Graduate, which is included with that with for free. It will really really break down the walk, and it'll get the dog to walk behind you, and. When you see all of our videos of all of our dogs, they walking, say, through Home Depot, you'll see they all walk behind the owners. It's because we share those techniques with you in our courses. Like, there's no secrets at all. Next. Lisa, Joelle, so glad to see you back. We've missed you. So mm -hmm. sorry for your loss. Yes. Thank you. Uh, this and that, Prepper. Hey, guys. Welcome back, Joelle. Prayed for you and your family. Oh, it's so nice. Thank you so much. Guys, thanks for all the love. Skylar. I work at a facility in Fort Worth, Texas. I bring one of my dogs to work every day as a demo mm. dog. So I work with her every day. It's just the other three. You trained my boss's dog recently, Blaze. Oh my God, how's Blaze? Oh doing? yeah, wow, Blaze, yeah. He made a great turnaround. Yeah, Blaze. Yeah, Hopefully Blaise. he's still doing good. Yeah, he's still doing good. So this is what, how about this? Who's Have that? one of your coworkers train your dog. Skyler, yeah. Pay, pay them. I would pay them. Literally pay them. It's worth your peace of mind. Pay them. Or how about this? Skylar, is it possible that you can rotate dogs? Is it possible that you mm. can rotate dogs? Did you bring to work? And and if they're not trained well enough, they just might have to spend more kennel time in. But is it possible? Because even if you got that dog one hour of training per shift that you worked, that's going to help. That's going to help. Next. This and that prepper. Jeff, we have a dog who has begun digging. He even digs right after exercising. Uh, we are unable to catch him to punish because there is not a window near that area. Any advice? Sure. You can use a, use a, use a, a camera, set up, a, set up like a little nanny cam outside, but also remember, excuse me, exercise does not stop unwanted behaviors. Excuse me. Okay. Exercise does not stop unwanted behaviors. So you could also like peek around the corner of the house, but I would just set up, a, I would just set up a camera. I would just set up a camera. And then what you do is the highest level, that's another act of God correction. A dog could destroy like expensive. So um, Joelle and I just planted a garden in our in our in our house in Florida. Survived the hurricane. And, and and think about it. Like like if Wes, who does dig once in a while, if he went and dug in the garden, like he doesn't know the amount of time and money that we put into that garden, the amount, the amount of care. It's like he's having a fucking great time. He, he fucking loves it. He loves it. Next. Pauline, thanks for the link. Just joined Patreon. Awesome. Thank you. Training with Rish said, love you guys. Love you too. Yesenia, good evening, you too. Happy to see your face again, Joelle. Sorry for your loss. Oh, that's so nice. Hey, Yesenia, you never contacted me about your last 15 minutes of your consult. Let's go, Yesenia. Sid, sending Joelle, sending love. We missed you. Yeah. Thank Sid, you. Sid, send me a private message too. That's nice. yeah. Thank you. I read all of yeah. them. 
Yeah. Thank you guys. Skylar said, Blaze is doing amazing. I'm going to be boarding him at my house soon. Oh, nice. Wow. I can definitely see if I can rotate them and have my coworkers work with them. It's something I never thought of. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. See, that's the thing about Skylar. See, Skylar, that's the thing about us doing, like, again, you don't have to do a console. Just keep joining, the, you know, jumping on the, these Q&A shows. You do them every, by the way, we do the show every Wednesday and, and Friday historically 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I do the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, historically at 8 o'clock. I say historically because this week everything is messed up because we're like we're in the middle of a seminar. Next week I'm on the West Coast, so there's a three-hour time difference, so I got no idea what time the shows are going to be. Um, um, and uh, But that's also why a lot of trainers do consults with me because we're, you're so knee-deep in your own stuff rightly so that sometimes it's just like um uh sometimes it just doesn't it just doesn't it just doesn't hit you to do it what is this i got it don't worry i got it next all right let's see um skylar said i'm here every live show oh awesome awesome um i'm so glad blaze is doing good it's great yeah, yeah. Yesenia, I have a question. When walking dogs on a coupler and prongs, where should they be walking? In a heel or just normal in front of me? That's not normal in front that's of you. Not that, that's not normal. Yesenia, what the, what the fuck? How long have you been following us? Who taught you that, Yesenia? Not me. Um, also, stop using couplers because if you can have – I used to use couplers a long time ago. Like there's so many photos of me walking like 16 dogs, and there's like – some of them are on four-dog couplers. You know what I mean? It's like with one leash. It's like, don't do that. Why? Pack attack. If you have to correct one dog, it's not effective. So, um, but what do you mean normal in front of you? Yes, Senya. Shame on you. That's what happens when you live in California. Next. <laughs> Heather, I missed you, Joelle. Jeff is great, but he's even better with you there. That's true. Joelle compliments me extremely, extremely well. Uh, Robert, thank you. I always like getting trainers' thoughts. I enjoy this show. Please keep it up. I'm hearing a lot of common sense and experience. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, Robert, I, the show's been, let's see. I had a radio show for six years. This has been going on for podcasting for seven years. And um, I just added three more podcasts, more podcasts a week. My morning show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff, which we just started. I think I'm on show number, what, 26. So it just started like what, eight weeks ago, seven weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, you've always been good at like this sort of thing though. Like talking is your thing, but consistency. Cause a lot of people start started podcasts and Q and A yeah. shows and I'm not seeing them. Like I'm seeing them fall off the face of the earth because it takes, it takes time. It takes I dedication. Of it. Like our yeah. real talk. I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I just don't like being on the spot like but that. Bring on the back. I, like, I love but, the live, but real, but Oh, okay. Because real talk was pre-recorded. It was pre-recorded. Yeah. There's something yeah. about like pre-recorded. I'm just I love live better. Yeah. And I used to hate it. Yeah. I oh you hated everything. You hated yeah. being in front of the camera. You hated you hated everything. And now you're like, you know. I think live is just like you can't you can't be like fake. But I think it's I you know what I like about the the live? It's like it's it's you get to interact with people. And yeah. it's like there's a sense of satisfaction that you're helping. There's um the interaction. I think we definitely communicate differently on a live show in a good way than we do on a pre-recorded show. Yeah, it almost feels like staged. It does. Know. Well, it is staged. It is staged. It's weird. <laughs> we sort of have a script. This is how it's going to go. But for this, it's like we never know how it's going to go. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I got bumped. Um, Robert said, thank you. I always like getting... I already read that. Okay. Mr. D. Hi, guys. I hope you're both doing well. We're walking my six-month-old bully. She doesn't pull, but sniffing the ground is constant. Mm, mm. What can I do to stop her or at least limit the behavior? Thanks. So you could, if you have a remote collar, give a little bit of a tap when the dog goes, puts its nose down. Also, if the dog knew a proper heel, the nose wouldn't be down. It would be, it would be looking actually behind your leg, but you can also pop up. So remote collar pop or um, leash pop. Next. Yesenia said, I know. Shame on me. Yes. Dogs walking in front of you. <laughs> Megan, I'm glad to hear you are a fan of CBT. We are trying it starting tomorrow. Wait, hold on. Is CBT or CBD? CBT, cognitive behavioral Behavior. therapy. Okay. Because maybe she might be talking about CBD oil. They're trying no, it tomorrow. Just, you didn't let me finish my sentence oh. to see if her dog and her sister's dog can get along. So I'm sure they're doing some sort okay. of protocol. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Wish you were closer. I'm in Canada. Okay. But I do consults. 
I do consults. And you can, what you can do is you can actually videotape what's go, how you're doing the intro and I can actually give you advice. Sorry for interrupting you. Megan said, I really like you. You're talking to Joelle? You, I'm assuming. Oh, well, thank when he interrupts you speaking. <laughs> okay. I used to say that about him too. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then shit hit the fan. So I got to like you anymore. Ryan, when are you coming back to Maui? As soon as possible. I'd love to get back to Maui. Um, Your services are so valuable and there are next to no trainers on island. Um, we, again. Be there in a month. <laughs> again. Well, we've got a trip planned to Mexico and. I need to get back to Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. We'll get out to Maui. We'll get out to Maui. That's where we should go next year. For a month? <laughs> Instead of Greece? Why not? <laughs> Ryan, can you find us inexpensive accommodations? Skyler, I was so excited to see him and also a rental car because I feel like you can't, can't you like not get cars there lately? Cars are very difficult, yeah. Skylar, I was excited to see him. I'm able to walk him and work with him. I'm excited to have him at my house while he's while she's on honeymoon. He's a great dog, just needs some help. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he's a great dog. He really had a dramatic turnaround. Yeah, honestly, we were all like, whoa, that's a yeah. dangerous yeah. dog. Yeah, Skylar's a bull terrier that bit. Um, oh, Skylar, please. Please, yeah. Skylar probably bites too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, BAL, should I know always proceed to corrections out from e-collar? Just curious about putting a camera out for digging without seeing them in person. So all whenever you apply a punisher to a dog, it should be proceeded with no, no is your marker. Whenever you apply a reward to a dog, yes is your marker. So you've got yes and you've got no. Next. But for digging. That's just an act of there's, 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 a, there's a couple historically, I don't do a marker. But plenty of people say use the tone as a marker so the dog knows what it's doing is wrong. But to me, like you're digging, you know, you'll figure it out next. Claire, <clears throat> I use a prong and the e-collar on my 17-month-old GSD, but I can't have a loose leash when walking, especially if she sees a dog coming. What am I doing wrong? Is it because I don't use a high number on my remote? Love you guys. It could be a lot of variables. It could be, it could be you don't have enough baseline training. It could be you're underwhelming your dog. It could be you didn't start to walk off a little bit firmer and you only got firm when the dog started pulling and everything else has been casual. Um, it could be because your dog doesn't take you seriously. It could be because your dog is not handler aware. Um, so again, this this our online courses literally address this step by step by step. I can't stress the green to graduate enough. I mean... It's 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 less money. It's less money than a one-hour consult from me, and you literally can fully help train your dog. Next, um, Megan said, "Finally, someone who makes sense to me." Mm, I try. Yesenia, when we go trick or treating, I walk them on a coupler because they pull the whole one hundred and one Dalmatian shit and wrap me up if they are on separate leashes. Sounds like a training issue, Yesenia. Just saying. <laughs> I know you're saying yes, so I can say these things next. Ryan said, I'm on it. If you're serious, I will honestly get back to you if you have a general idea of when you would like to be here. So. Okay. Okay. I would like to go somewhere for my birthday, which is in May. Okay. We could do a Maui trip. And then if people want to get together, and I'll do some training. Okay. So two weeks in Maui in May, and we need a two-bedroom um, place. Or a one bedroom with a pull out couch place. Next. Allison said, Welcome back, Joelle. Thank you, Allison. It's good to have her back. Uh, this and that, Prepper. Can you recommend an outdoor camera that we can use to catch our dog digging? Um, I mean, you can actually like set up, like, you can, you can link. FaceTime yourself just on face your phone. Right. So you have one phone here yeah, and, like call and your then spouse think, or somebody. Right, exactly. Or, 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 or set up your laptop or look at your laptop. You know, with your phone set up, but you can just get a basic nanny cam. They're like under fifty bucks on um, yeah. on Amazon. Next, Paul said. Any suggestions on how to stop my puppy from digging? <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. I think we just said it. So what you do is you have to catch your dog in the act, and you use a remote collar, and you make it suck. When you like, we have to under, we really have to, people really have to start understanding. Like, there's so much nonsense I've heard about stopping digging. Fill the hole up with water. Put fill, a meat tenderizer in there. Fill, fill up the hole. Oh, no, that the, was for that, pooping. That's for, pooping. <laughs> that's for eating poop. 
<laughs> no, but don't they say put stuff in the hole? Shit. No, like hot sauce or something. No. So they dig. No, they say put shit it's water. It's all so stupid. It's put shit water in there. <laughs> it's all It's like, all, then now all I've got myself is like a shitty, a shit covered oh. dog. And then what? I got to bring it in my house to bathe it? It's like, no. How about this? Make it suck. Just make it suck for your dog to dig a hole. Like, let's get it over with. Let's get it over with. And let's stop being afraid to make things suck for a dog that we highly disapprove of. Next. Mm, Ryan said, Roger, that would love to help make it happen. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to go over there just to be training dogs, though. It's like we want to go over there just no, to No, we would to set be... up one day. Right. While we're there. Yeah, but definitely. But, yeah. Where do we go for your birthday this year? No. We didn't. We weren't. We weren't on, on on holiday at all. No. Remember, I was supposed to be in New England for a whole week, and I changed my flight. I was like, I don't want to be up here. Well, that's right. So I flew back just in time for my birthday, and we all went to the beach. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's what it was. That's right. And then we went. We went to um Thai tables. Yeah. 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 It was a great day. The water was so clear that day. Oh, remember? My gosh. It was like a perfect day. Yeah. Beach. Yeah. It was really great. It was really great. Florida. Yeah. Betsy, my new dog was digging, but I caught him and used the e-collar. He yelped and ran. No more digging. Yep, yep. That's and that's kudos to you, Betsy. And a lot of people, um, a lot of people uh, uh, freak out about the yelping and the running away. It's like, well, like I don't expect it to be a pleasant experience. We have to understand when we're trying to stop our dogs from some serious unwanted behaviors. It's not going to be fun for the dog, but that's the whole idea. That's like, that's the whole idea that it sucks for the dog. That's how dogs stop things. It's like, well, when the dog's in the backyard, give it a reward for not digging. I'm like, okay, but how does that stop digging? Next. Uh, Betsy, I already read that. Skylar, I heard what Blaze has done on a few different occasions and I was honestly surprised. He gives no warnings, so it's dangerous. Now he knows he can leave if he wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we taught him. We taught, we taught, we stopped. So we did two things. We stopped Blaze from biting. And then we also told him, hey, by the way, if you're if you're uncomfortable, so this is a concept that's very, very well used, at least in our in our world. If a dog is uncomfortable with something, like the corgi at the very beginning, if the dog is uncomfortable with, with something, what do they do? They usually bare their teeth and they lunge out because they don't like that pressure. And wh why do they do that? Because it works. The person usually stops approaching. But how about if you make that part suck? You can't do that anymore. But then you can say to the dog, hey, you know what? If you're uncomfortable with the situation, did you know you could leave? Move away. Just, did you know you could actually move away? Mm -hmm. And the dog's like, I had no idea. Nobody ever told me that before. So what do you do? You absolutely, some people are just doing step two. Teach the dog to move away, but it's like you gotta let them know that biting is a really bad option, and I can move away. Next, Mr. D, how long does a good heel take to learn? <clears throat> I heard it could be months to hours. Do you have videos I can search for how to do this? Yeah, yes. we have a. We, it can take. It can take minutes. Um, it could take hours. It could take weeks. All depends on the dog. But your average dog can do a reliable heel in less than a week. Less than a week. Um, I mean, we can get dogs in, in one day to, to have a good, reliable heel, you know, and um, we have a course on that as well. Next. Diane, using the bonker to stop his TV, Ooh, yeah. but now he knows it's coming. He'll react and look back at me and run out of the room before I can even throw it. <laughs> Keep a leash on your dog, turn on Animal Planet, okay, or download or turn on YouTube and have some Sounds. And it sounds like your timing is a little too late. You're waiting for him to react, but usually there's a sign. Oh, also, he should be on a leash. Yeah. Set it up. Set it up. Always set it up. So put him on a leash, turn on the things that he normally barks at. As soon as his ears go up and he starts like fixating. Say no. And if he tries to run away, he's on a leash, but still, if I can pull him into you, boom. Or a remote collar would actually work really, really great. It's 7.58. So let's put up a couple of links to end out the show. Let's remind everybody about um, going to the Academy. The, the Academy is the portal for all of our online courses and all of our online consults. And I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to post the affiliate link as well. And then also the Patreon link. Yep. Awesome.
awesome. And the affiliate link, people can earn up to 40% of their sales. And I mean, it's it, these things are game changing. And guys, you don't have to be dog trainers. Like you can be like, you know, like the, like the doctor that came on here. It's like, you know, share it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, share it. It's like, geez, I just, I just found this dog trainer. I just found this dog trainer and he knows what he's talking about. You're struggling with your dog? Go check him out. Exactly. Buy a course. Anybody you have your own private link. Idea. Boom. Make more money. There you go. Yep. Do you want me to read this last question? Um, sure. Go ahead. This will be the last question. How can I train my dog to stop chasing cats? Again? <laughs> the same as digging. Make it suck to chase cats. Make it make it suck to chase cats. Like there's there's like it sounds like that we it's like it sounds like this is the thing about this show. It's like, geez, all these guys do is apply punishers. But again, if you went back to the very, very beginning of all the questions, look at every single question. Mm-hmm. They were all on how do I stop? 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 Mm-hmm. But also, if you want to fully off-leash train your dog, a lot of it is reward-based, and that's what the course is about. That's what the course is about. All right. Madly in love with you guys. Thank you for the nice, warm welcome that you gave Joelle for coming back. She'll be back on Friday, and then she heads back down to Florida. Angela and I head out to California to see my folks, and um, Angela will be my co-host again. And Angela is going to start his own podcast um, if anybody was on last week's podcast, he's probably going to be, cause he, you know, he, did I tell you he hijacked the podcast? Yeah. He turned it into a, um, uh, Greek and Roman mythology Q and a. So she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Do a dog training podcast here. He's literally like, okay guys, you answer this. Where he gets it from. <laughs> so he's going to start his own, he's going to start his own Q and a podcast. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for everything. We appreciate you. We treasure you. And it's really, really great to connect with everybody again. Right. Bye-bye.